And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Episode 52 of Panelology. I'm Alex. You're not going to make him do it right? What? He can do whatever he wants. Okay. Why did I not do it right? You didn't sing it. Well, you know, every everything starts with a curtain speech, right? This is the curtain okay. speech. Okay. Okay. I was going to let you guys come in behind me in song. That's what she said. <laughs> I mean... I'm Jenna. I am Brian. And I am Mike. Now, do we need to do that over, or, or are we no? I think we're this? fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We should we should celebrate our one year anniversary with you fucking up the intro. That's great. I did not fuck up anything. <laughs> what, are you, what are you waving at me for? Why are you talking? It's <laughs> a fair point, Brian. This is going to be a long one. So, welcome to the one year anniversary, all musical, but mostly not musical so far episode. And it's also Alex's birthday today, isn't it? Nope. When is it? Monday. I mean, it will be. It, it will is be it your Monday? birthday. Yeah. So we should probably start off by singing "Happy Birthday." I think on the musical. Oh uh, no, that's we okay. can't. We can't do that. Why not? We we like legally can't do that. No, actually, you can now. Yeah. You can. Yes, it's yeah. now back oh, in the public yeah. domain. Sweet. I just but don't should we want wrap it because to. it's Alex's birthday? Hey, hey, it's your birthday. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so everybody get welcome. on social media and wish Alex oh, happy God, birthday. No. Yeah, do it. Do <laughs> it. Hashtag hard for vision. <laughs> yes. Also hashtag hard for vision. If you want to wish me a happy birthday, go read the go read the Unstoppable Wasp. And then rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That's yeah. a birthday present. Yeah. Hmm. Like us on Facebook. And a panelology anniversary present all at the same time. Yes. Aww. Yeah, that's the more important and relevant things. This is the one year anniversary. This of. is the one year anniversary plus yeah. two of <laughs> this, is, is, this is the one year anniversary of them making them on the air so I feel yes. like in honor of that first episode I should just screech into the mic the whole time <laughs> to give them the velociraptor sounds that we promised from the, from the get go there now it's like the last episode <laughs> my first no I turned your mic is, off <laughs> my first thought here yeah, is oh no not simply because that's a bad <laughs> idea but also because we could just use Yoko Ono audio for you <laughs> I'm okay with that too, because that would be hilarious. We will attempt to make this a musical episode. Okay. Attempt to being the keyword there. You can either sing, or you can have us do the choral background of anything that you are attempting to say. Oh yeah, that sounds real awful. <laughs> like real awful. It, it is. It, it sounds is. awful. Everything awful. is awful. awful. Gilbert and Sullivan roll in their graves. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that. But to a two-step. <laughs> can you line dance to pinafore? Sure you can. I'm sure I've you could try. seen those fuckers line dance to anything. Yep. Oh, I used to do it every true. Saturday. Wait, did I just admit that? Oh, shit. <laughs> do we On need to start a recording? Now? <laughs> Maybe. 
I thought line dancing was when you headed for the dance floor, but then made a beeline for the buffet instead. No. No? No, I, that's just how I do it. I got jiggy when I did it. I acted like I was dancing, and I was like, oh, oh no, shrimp cocktail. I, see, in here, I thought it was when you were standing in line waiting for something to start dancing. That you was, know? Um, oh, I do that all the time. In but. 52 episodes of you saying grumpy old man thing, mm-hmm. old man things, your attempt <laughs> to just now use, well, old man thing, old man thing, old man thing. Your attempt now to use the phrase getting jiggy and then to dance the way you just danced in your seat is the most old man thing you have ever done on this show. I am a fantastic dancer for podcasting. <laughs> That's true. Along yeah. with a face for radio. Aww. Aww. No. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's just talk about comics. This let's talk about me. comics now. Let's do it. One more day of podcasting. <laughs> I might be a little excited. Ooh, definitely I am. I might be not drunk enough. Yeah, hey, I tell you what. You go get me that bottle of tequila and I will sing like mm. you have never heard before. I don't want to... Mostly s- because your eardrums will be busted. I don't want to listen to you tequila sing. Tequila Sally. Punch, punch. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not have her drunken singing while, you know, I was going to say fisting, but that was oh. awful. Hitting what? us with her fists. Fisting. While you're at it, grab her her fisting. reamer, too. <laughs> no, sir. Come on. So, Star Wars, Dr. Afra, number six, please. Let's talk about Who it. Who wants to talk about Afra? I Let's do, talk George. About I do. Afra. It was really good. Yes, this was it the really first good? Uh-huh. Was it really okay. good? Okay. Thank you. At least, like, sing pertinent information instead of... I will not. Of... I refuse. <laughs> I'm going to sing whatever the hell I want to sing. One more day. <laughs> this might be worse than down in Africa, you guys. Oh, I'm There's aiming no for it to be. Look... <laughs> As much as we like to joke about having three listeners, we've actually been doing okay lately. Please don't kill it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I do. Some of us are going to keep Mike doing hasn't this show. changed. <laughs> I haven't changed. I've stayed the same. Dr. Afra is very good. Is this the end? It's the end of the first arc. Because the next thing will be a... Screaming Citadel crossover with Star Wars. You know how tempting it is that when you say Screaming Citadel during a musical episode that I should actually scream into the microphone. I will hurt you. <laughs> you, you don't Citadel! understand musicals, do you? I, yeah, most of them. So, <laughs> I don't really kind of dig this ending. Like, I was like, oh, I, I expect a little bit more out of it, I thought. And I like the fact that What's-His-Face was possessed by Urdu? What was the thing? What was the god's name? Well, not Urdu. <laughs> no. What was it? Rur. 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 <laughs> sounds like I named. This, and then when by he stopped, sounds like you're trying to start. Give me over. Either you or Bert Lar. So when the when the when the droid was choking Afra, and it, oh, I've been authorized to choke you, <laughs> which shockingly uh, was not a BT or triple zero line. It was. No, no, that was the pilot droid. Yeah. Oh, was it the pilot yep. droid? Yeah. Oh, I the thought big it was bug-eyed pilot. Droid? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Duh. Yeah. 
BT well, and Triple Zero weren't that. in this issue at all. At all. Yeah, where were? Well, because they're on the ship with yeah, uh, the true. with the Wookiee. Curse and turn. Curse and turn to murder Rubber Spumps. <laughs> I did love her dad's line to her though. You have the you have bad taste in women. <laughs> yeah, I hear that runs in the family. Yes. Although she was right that. I should keep. Yeah, but she, you're cute. she was cute. She was cute. I'm gonna let you live because you're cute. <laughs> uh, I identify so much with that statement. I still want to know if that's the chick from the novelization after the Force. No. Not novelization, but the book after the Force Awakens. Or no, the Journey to the Force. No, that that well, was a different set... name. I mean, she looks exactly how they describe her. Okay, but this is also set... this isn't after Jedi. This is after the... A New the... Hope. So there's like a. Th- yeah. Okay. A gap. All right. All right. There's all a 30 right. year gap between this and after The Force Awakens. Okay. Yeah. Well, this. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yes. So unless she is like in her six. This is between episode six and seven. Well, this the, is between mm-hmm. episode four and five. I mean, I'm sorry. The, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The book yeah, yeah. though is between six and seven. After The I Force mean, Awakens is between six and seven. Yeah. The book is it's, the journey. It's the to journey. The oh, journey two. Yeah. Okay. Right. That makes more sense. Yeah. 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 It's after the. It's after Jedi. Look, this is yes. a this is a comics podcast, not a Star Wars novelization. Yes, but we That's should fair. probably I, talk about that teaser trailer. We oh. should. I, I haven't watched it. I'm doing my best. What no, the fuck? I'm gonna see Where's the damn movie. I don't need to see the fucking trailer. In fact, I don't want just to see the trailer. One. Just no, no. like the more, I won't watch anything other than just official, one official the, releases. Anytime I see trailers, no matter how little is in that trailer, when I sit in the movie, I spend the first viewing trying to piece things together. I can't and turn it off, so I don't watch the trailers. Fortunately, mm, this teaser so trailer good. uses... I did it with the first Force Awakens teaser trailer. I can't not do it. Fair enough. Let me just skip the, skip it, the trailer. It, it gives you nothing in this one. That's fine. I'll still try to piece together nothing. Except that... I'm a crazy person, Mike. Except that Bay is a Sith. And Ray? Ray? Bay. Bay? Yeah, I don't know who Ray is, but Bay is a Sith. Yeah. <laughs> Ray's twin brother. Hello. Okay. You can call me Ray or you can call me Bay. No. Just no. don't call don't me call late me. for supper. <laughs> I expected a Fay Ray joke, actually. I kind of did, too. Yeah. Hmm. Um, oh, why did I leave my wine upstairs? Oh my god, this is a travesty. Oh. It's a travesty so, so in the way that it'll take you seven hours to get back. Oh, because Jen fell down the stairs. Yeah, we covered this Did last we cover time. that last time? To, yeah. yeah. So she is hobbling around, but if you had to go get your own wine right now, it would take three mm. hours. So do you want us to go get you more wine? No. She says stubbornly. That's the only way Jen says things. Correct. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, for real. It's kind of redundant. So here is my question. That what came up for me while reading Doctor Afra. All right, there is a bit where Rur is explaining the history of the Ordu. Rur, Rur, Immortal Rur. The water must flow. I think it's Eternal Rur. It is. Is it Eternal Rur? Eternal Rur. Eternal Rur. Ike Turner? I can't understand what he's saying. (laughs) Basketball's a peaceful planet. (laughs) Does anybody understand what he's saying? (laughs) You should have let him go get your wine. I should have. (laughs) I won't try to sidetrack everything today, I promise. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You mean anymore? (laughs) Anymore than I normally would. Um, They -hmm. mentioned jettisoning a citadel. Is that the screaming citadel that they're about to go find? Probably. Okay. 
I, mean, I would assume. I would assume. It's so got to be right. Yeah. And probably something to do with, you know, a, a certain crystal that is safely locked away. <laughs> the Imcron crystal. And did she whittle that thing on the way to where yeah. we were going? Yeah, like, how did she get another one that looked exactly like The that? robot was like, you want me to take this inanimate hunk of wood and stick it somewhere? Okay. <laughs> but where did you get glowing green paint? I'm confused. <laughs> so, I was like, Look, well, that's convenient. she's a big fan of Moana. <laughs> Which I still haven't watched. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I know. You've had my DVD for, or my Blu-ray for like three weeks now. Yes. Yes, I have. We haven't finished Studio 60 either, so. Have you guys gotten to the disaster show yet? No. Yeah. Yeah? The yeah. Alice and Jenny episode? No. Oh, yeah, you're right. We haven't gotten to that. What was the one that you wanted us to hold off on? The disaster show. That's the one I want to be Okay, well, then we haven't watched that one yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dr. Afro, good, good book. It's a good, good book. Good, 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 good book. Good, good book. Nice. All right, you're right. Good we book. We don't have to sing. Either. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's a good, good book. <laughs> a murderer. A murderer. <laughs> the Urdu. But what is Urdu the... Can, can we move on so maybe they'll stop? Please. God shaper number one. <laughs> oh, it's a book that I didn't read, so I'll just sing while you attempt to discuss no, you it. Won't. Shaper. No, you you break it. No, wait. That's... <laughs> I do appreciate that you went to the same song I did, though, for that. Heartbreaker? Yes. yes. Wonderful. Wonderful job. Yep. So, so, someone was talking about... This was... We, we have done this before, please, please right? Please don't, though. But, like, it's, please but, don't. Okay. But, like, please don't. Can our one-year we'll anniversary talk. episode not be our shittiest episode? No, no it's going it's, to be. I mean, it's already, it's already there. <laughs> We've already done it. To talk about this book with the guitar in the front. So it was, it was, it's a, it's a Simon Spurrier book. Yeah. Like, Dim Weavers. Oh, that's right. This is the guy that wrote. wrote right. The, this is the guy that wrote the Weavers. He wrote the Weavers. With the um, Eternal Roar. <laughs> and I liked it. I did too. I liked it a lot. Mm. Yeah. I stopped about three pages into it. Well, I like, the, mostly the premise is what I like about it. It's just kind of funky crazy. <laughs> this would make a really good, really weird TV show. Yes. Agreed. So, like if they gave it to Seth Rogen, be like, here, for, make this. For those yeah. who, so basically they, the premise is sometime back in, what, uh, 58, <laughs> the physics kind of quit working like electricity and, I mean, I took it like electrons and all of that. So basically all the technology that they had kind of stopped. But then, did they then collaborate and listen? They, they, don't start. Look, Why wouldn't you sing don't that? Don't start. Why wouldn't you sing that part? And the, the uh, but then somehow everybody got their own personal god, and <laughs> you My are god. you basically you're allowed to kind of choose a power for your god, and then you use that. And ninety eight percent of the people chose pornography. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, duh. yeah. This is my magical fucking frog. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
that's how you get salmonella, <laughs> sir. <laughs> now, see, Why but, are depending there on, so depending on what, many what, songs what about blowjobs? What, what type of... <laughs> you broke me. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> Depending on what species of frog you choose, though, that that's kind of a mm. the asshole connection. <laughs> the, the lovers, lovers the reapers, and me. That's it. I win. <laughs> well, all right. Please continue with your magical jerking and, frogs. And story. as you as you are a bit able to collect. Oh, beads is what they call them, but I assume it's. Yeah. <laughs> that made it even better. Exactly. <laughs> Let me just store been, these beads in my. Basically, you frog. can you can you can improve and add powers and change change your guy. Basically, make them more powerful, right? So they can then do other things that make you even. You more have to level up your Pokemon. You yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, okay. That's why I hated it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then there are very rarely there are people who do not have gods. But they're called God Shapers. They have the ability to manipulate and change other people's gods. Like they can change their powers or change how they look. Like Pat Robertson. I want you to know I would go around fucking with people all the time. Like if people just like walked away and left their god there, I'd be like, boop. (laughs) So here's (laughs) but but they're treated literally as the lowest part of society. (laughs) They are complete and total outcasts because they can't. Keep because everybody keeps their money in their gods, so they can't keep or hold money. So basically, they're treated as the lowest level, and yet everybody has to have them in mm-hmm. order to change or do things with their god. So, like my first question, the only real problem I had with this is, okay, well, this is easy. All the fucking god shapers get together and go, yeah, we're gonna form a union, <laughs> and um. I don't think we're going to be treated like this anymore. Except it's like one in however many hundreds of thousands. It's like one in ten thousand, I think they said something like that. So Or godless heathens. Yeah. But like, I'm thinking you got you kind of got, in a, in a way, you've got all the power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not going to change your god. Who got the power? Yeah. Give so. me beads. Mm-hmm. I've changed your god <laughs> into a fruit. That would yeah. be awesome. And then there's there's something I just leveled up my poker god. So as 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 rare as that my is, my poker god is Vajazzle. <laughs> of course it is. As rare as that is, there's something that is completely and totally unheard. As far as we know, it's completely unique, and that is somehow traveling with this person that is a god is a god that doesn't have a person, and that's like unknown how that happens. Because usually when their people die, gods fade away. Yes, because there's no one to worship them. Right. Well, like I said, this isn't <laughs> fucked up, crazy setting, but it's kind of cool. Okay, yeah, that's stylish and brightly colored. Oh yeah, very cartoony. Yes. Mm-hmm. The other thing that is uh, anathema to society is music that is played and not just generated Correct. with the powers of gods. So the the god shaper in the book is not only. Uh, an outcast for that reason, but also he's a musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They call it can take music. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a godless musician. Right. <laughs> Imagine. Those godless musicians. 
It was good. Yeah. I liked it. Okay. It's a lot of fun too. I enjoyed it too. I'll definitely at least trade it. I love the cover too with that little the little guy. I got a different cover. She got the guitar, the guitar. cover. Yeah. 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 That one's cool too. I wanted the Davida Ha cover because that one was beautiful. Yeah. But it was an incentive. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. It's fine. I'm not willing to pay thirteen dollars for it. Fuck no. Look on eBay. Yeah. You can probably find it for four or five bucks on yep. eBay. <laughs> All right. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Let's learn about Superman's origin story. You must be talking about Action Comics. Action we... Comics, 977. <gasps> I didn't know Superman had an origin story. Well, it's... No. It is... Lit- I know Batman's. Yeah. No, literally, this is kind My of... Dearest Lois. It is a retelling of Superman's story post-Reborn. So, now that basically... Pre-Flashpoint Superman and New 52 Superman have merged together. This is his history going from that. Was there any drastic difference in this history? Because I did Um, not pick up on it. No, there's a few things. Everything that that is is really subtle... And yeah. I'll give you an example. It's one of the things I know. Like when there's one point where he goes back and he's on Krypton, you know, like in the memory, mm-hmm. and literally it has people dressed in every variation of how Kryptonians have been <laughs> dressed throughout all of DC's history of comics. What I did think was cool about that yeah. is even though there are all these historical points, they're, they're like amalgamized into the seventies yeah, like, style. Yeah, yeah, like it's one scene. With all of these people dressed in all of these different nice. Kryptonian That's fashions cool. over yeah. the yeah, but now we call it Man Super. <laughs> but yeah, but so it's all real subtle things like that that are differences. Nothing, okay. nothing major. Um, they also mention, and I know this was true in Smallville, but this is not in my mind a traditional comics beat. Was uh, Lex Luthor in Smallville when Superman grew up already in continuity, maybe? In some versions, yes. Okay. In some versions, no. Okay. Yes. Apparently, he is now. All right. As part of this. So Superman didn't make Lex Luthor bald as a child <laughs> anymore? Uh, we don't. That we don't know. Okay. Um, no, didn't it say... <clears throat> It talked about him being in Smallville with them, which may be a change from the New 52 continuity, at least, because I don't remember that being the case. Yeah, New 52 specifically, I don't remember, but yeah. Um, And I don't think it was addressed in any of the 87, 88 Superman issues that I've pulled from the Longbox Book Report. No? (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, Disappointing a little bit. Maybe we'll roll a one today. (laughs) <laughs> Probably. Um, anything but, else on Superman? Well, the only other thing is we Action. have a unknown character that is going around recruiting other villains for something. DC um, Secret Empire. <laughs> uh, I have I have my suspicion as to who it is. I have my suspicion. Who's your suspicion? My suspicion is it's Eobard Thawne. My suspicion is it's Zod. Mmm... Because I know he's supposed to show up later on in the series anyway. Ah, could be. My suspicion is that it's Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> that would what be a twist. A, that would be a twist. Yeah, it would be a twist. <laughs> All right. Uh, Flash. Mm-hmm. We had a one-shot about Iris West investigating the disappearance of some of the speedster corpses. Man, that was a cop-out. 
From the cover, you mean? Yes. Yeah. So the cover pitches it as Iris West, agent of Black Hole. I mean, for about five minutes, she does pretend to be one. Right. Yeah, but I wanted her to, like, go deep undercover. Well, yes. That infiltrate that hole. And, like, have to present herself that way to the Flash to maintain her cover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get th- I get that. <sighs> yeah, this is really, I, I like, as far as I, I, this is a throwaway single shot. Yeah, well, you get a couple of things that I think will come back. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm, yeah, but... but Honestly, like the very end, yeah. yeah. The whole the whole black hole storyline. I mean, that was it was. It's just this. Everything's wrapped up for that in this issue, pretty much. I mean, there are some lingering things, yeah. but I mean, as far as what's presented here, it's not a continuing story. Yeah. yeah, it feels like maybe they stuck their toe in the water with something bigger they wanted to do, right. and then yes. we'll come back to it maybe after the button. Right. Well, and that's the other thing is everything's kind of on hold now for a the month. button. Yeah. 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 Uh, anything? Anything else on Flash, guys? Uh, nothing. Not no? No. Okay. Brian. Yes. Tell me about God. I know this sets up a song option. Tell me about the rose. I don't know any songs about the rose. Every rose has its thorn. Oh, is that the direction? No. I thought for sure you were gonna go with like the Barbra Streisand. <laughs> Well, especially when uh, when you consider oh, no. that's not Barbara Streisand. Who is that? Bette Midler, The Rose. Six of one half dozen the other. <laughs> I think it was Bette Midler. Yeah. I think it was Bette Midler. Uh, but yeah, so this is a, Midler. I hardly know her. <laughs> this is a new series uh, by a new writer too, um, and it is pretty darn good. Um, it you can I can tell it's her first series though. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the transitions are not quite so smooth. Okay. Uh, I've seen a lot of buzz about this book since Wednesday, like after yeah. I got home from the comic shop. Yeah. So, like I said, some of the transitions are a little rough. Some of the pacing is a little, probably not quite as good as it could be. Okay. But on the whole, really, a pretty darn good, pretty darn good story, good setup. Like the the writing is pretty solid. So yeah, cool. yeah, I I enjoyed it. This is a this is it's a fairly typical setup story where. There are these guardians who have these giant cats as like familiars, basically, and they were the protectors. They were the guardians of, of the, and they were systematically eliminated over time. And evil has, you know, basically come up, and they actively go in and purge to remove any kids who might be these guardians from developing. And uh, of course, someone is hidden away and escapes, and yeah. Crash lands on Earth on a Kansas farm. Not quite. That. Oh wait, no. no, no, different book. But yeah, yeah. So there you go. Cool. So single issues trade. What you're gonna do? What should I do? You should definitely trade it. Okay. Uh, I can probably, at least right now, I can probably still single issue it because uh, there's not that many characters. It's a pretty simple story to follow. So, cool. Yeah. All right. Hey guys, it's mm-hmm. the end of an arc of Wicked and Divine. It is. Oh my gosh, Wicked Divine. There's a lot that happens in this one. Quite. Really? Well, but like really. There's a very fancy feast. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's that. Oh, I will say, okay. I, I didn't enjoy this book as much until like the very end. I thought it was very slow. See, I actually liked this chapter a lot more than the last couple. It, I think it changes. It shows us that the the 
the characters, the divine characters, are changing how they view themselves, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're really, a lot of them are really kind of buying into their godhood at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, more so than they have before, even. Right. Um, specifically, Amaterasu, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, she they create a church for her. And she's like, yeah, this is a church for prayer and partying. It's awesome. Which leads to my quote of the week. Oh, no. Mike walked away for Brian's <laughs> quote of the week. <laughs> Sing loudly, Mike. No. Nope. No, my quote of the week. Oh, it's Brian's quote of the week. <laughs> I love that. Fantastic. <laughs> but uh, so segment. Because we haven't down. just listened to Brian talk for 29 minutes. Let's definitely <laughs> let him have his quote of the week right now. He brought the issue up. I, oh, I know. <laughs> She's like, Sekhmet and, uh, and Persephone are walking down to you. She's like, hmm, you know, I do like this. It's a house of prey and partying. Um, prayer, Sekhmet. Whatever. <laughs> yes. It's wonderful. And especially if you <laughs> if you keep reading a couple more pages and yes. Yeah. When the fancy Yikes, feast the fancy feast occurs, yes. Yeah. Oh, As it shall henceforth be known. The fancy yes. feast. <laughs> yeah. But um hmm. this is the yeah, this is the end of an arc and it's going to be Imperial Phase Part One. Yeah, it's going to be a couple months before we're we're back. To well, we've got so. we, we have one a one shot, shot right, and month. then we have a trade coming yeah. out. But yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the more you know. Sure. Okay. <laughs> wow. What's next? One more. I'm glad you asked, Brian. Renew your vows is next. In which we get what is always what was like my favorite, my favorite thing to ever happen during the the early nineties uh, Saturday morning cartoon Spider Man X Men, the crossover. Yes. <laughs> we get Earth sixty five Spider Family. No. Nope. Oh, I'm sorry, not sixty five. What is it? It's a uh, um, two million and seven. Yeah, some yeah some. But crazy, it's not right. No, it's no, no. not sixty five. Not sixty five. Uh, but but this, the the Renew Your Vow Spider Family. I was queuing up the uh, Rob Zombie. <laughs> uh, crossing over with you know, the X Men of their world. Yes, Thunder yes. Road sixty five. Whatever it is. <laughs> uh, it's Peter's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> yep. Professor X crashes the party to invite them to come over to the school, and they pitch uh, Peter and Mary Jane on anime. Mm-hmm. Coming to coming to the school Xavier School. Yes, they raise the question. Well, she's born with these powers. She got them genetically, so she may not be a mutant, but people are going to think she is. So mm-hmm. she might as well come here. Right. And Mary Jane's like, "Fuck you, my child's normal." Racist. Um, <laughs> no, I see your point, though. I mean, I, I do. It's I get... very exclusionary. It's, yeah. it's teaching to be wary of the world instead of accepting the world. Yeah, very much so. So I, I get it. You know, you know who I liked in this one, Jubilee. Yeah. Okay. I like. I mean, I like Jubilee in anything. So yeah, fair enough. I liked Wolverine and Scott. I loved Scott. Oh, I like. I, well, this is this is why I wanted to talk about this issue because it's it's a two issue like story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> other than the whole. There was no deal with Mephisto to annul the marriage. Mm-hmm. This is the first issue to really get into substantive differences mm-hmm. 
even including the four-issue Secret Wars that spawned this. Um, we know that Wolverine and Jean are married. It's awesome. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that Scott has ceased to drink the Charles Xavier Kool-Aid. Yes. And blames him for the marriage of Jean and Logan. Mm-hmm. And we know that Civil War never happened. Yep. Correct. Not not in the way that it well, did. Well, it was avoided. The tensions arose. Xavier and some others managed to sell everybody on pass. Communi- yes. community self-policing. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, which sets up, Scott now has this paranoia of, well, you can't really trust the professor because anything he does has this ulterior motive of Correct. watching you. Yeah, you, you, you really get the sense in this in this AU that... Professor Xavier's a jerk? Yeah, well, and he's very much okay with appeasement yeah. type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of fun in this issue. Yeah. Indeed. And Anna May, and what was the shine? The shine, the... Yeah, they call her shine. Shine, yes. The, the... By the way, spoilers for this book. Uh, the daughter of Wolverine and Jean. Like, I like, mean, it's all on you, the cover. Like, yeah. when you have a little kid like, like Annie, how do you make something even cuter? You make an even younger child that loves her. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and someone betrays the X-Men. Dun, oh, dun. no. Or do they? Well, they well, do. No, be- they they do betray they the X Men. Yeah. Question is, let me tell are you they though, the opening to this book, mm-hmm. Banshee. Yeah. Oh man, mm. that was that was simultaneously real fucking dumb on Banshee's part, and well, that was awesome. Banshee is kind of the and this may be a, a, a possible casting choice for the character, kind of the Sean Bean of the X Men universe. Yep. yep. He shows up to die. Yep. Yep. Yeah. In fact, his name is Sean. Yes, it is. You're not oh, wrong. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's, nice. Yeah. Yep. Noise, noise. Cool. Well, while we're talking about X-Men, Brian, mm-hmm. you were the only one of us to read this because they didn't have it when I went by Oxford. They were shorted by Diamond again. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I was on the fence anyway, so now's your chance to, to convince me. X-Men Blue. X-Men Blue. Okay, so this is the original, the the young versions of the original X-Men team. The Time Displaced. Correct. Led by Jean Grey. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were maybe unimpressed is the best word to say with this group in X-Men Prime. And actively turned off by the preview of this book. Yeah. I was. Um, It's better. Is it? This issue is better than that. Is... Are the back 15 pages better than the first five pages? Mm. Yeah, I'll tell you the biggest problem I have with this book, quite honestly, okay. is it it has it, t- it tries to have some of that Marvel movie type humor in it and doesn't it doesn't land. Right, this may be because I think what you're describing is along the lines of the problem I had. And okay. It was especially true of Iceman, mm-hmm. who is not funny so much as just kind of a whiny asshole. Kind, yeah. <laughs> like, like I think it's I think it's supposed to be funny, but it's not. Yeah, and that was my that was the single biggest turnoff was every time he opened his mouth when he has been a very he's kind of been the heart of this team since Bendis brought them into current continuity. Mm-hmm. 
and seeing him be just such a twat is galling. Yeah. I will say he is still my least favorite character okay. in this. Um, so that problem does not go away. Okay. But I think there's some other things that are better. And yeah, I would say that the, the second half is better. Okay. Um, there's something that specifically happens that is quite different from how this group would have behaved in a previous, in their previous incarnation. And I kind of liked it. Is this the big spoiler that's been going around online? Uh, I don't know what the big spoiler going around. Uh, okay, so I'm going to call spoilers. I, I know I know okay. one thing about this book. Uh, Ultimate Wolverine's son, the second Ultimate Wolverine, shows up in this book? No, that's actually in a second backstory that's after the main story. Oh, okay. And But yes, that is that is not what I'm talking about. Though. Okay, what are you talking about? Though? I'm talking about something Beast does. What does Beast do? Oh, well, you are in spoilers. Yeah, we're in spoilers. <laughs> he, so they're fighting Juggernaut uh-huh. and, like, can't defeat him. Juggernaut is, is basically king. So he casts a spell to summon him through hell. Oh, yeah. By the way, did you know that in, in current continuity, Young Beast has magic? That's, yes. Yeah. I, I do now because yeah. he utilizes it here. He, he got some training from uh, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and then went on some time travel hijinks with... Kid Apocalypse. Yeah, so he basically gets into huh. after he does that, he gets into a big argument with Scott, and Scott's like, "We don't do that. What do you? What do you?" And he's like, "No, I, I saved the day. I stopped yeah. him. It's worth it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that I kind of I like the tension that's building there, okay, and I cool. like that it's Beast who's doing the. Oh no no no! We're just going to take care of the problem, yeah. and it's Scott who's kind of the moral. Because that I, is so different for those two characters. I liked the one. I think it was Dennis Hopeless who was writing the book at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have that wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, it was, well, I mean, Beast's whole thing has been trying to figure out how to send them back. Send them back to when they're from. Mm-hmm. And science kept failing him and kept failing him and kept failing him. So he turned to magic. That's nice. how he went down that road. Got it. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Um, so should I check this out? My reservations about Iceman notwithstanding. It, it, that will continue to be an issue, but, um, I would, I would, you, I would say definitely pick it up and read it. Okay. Yeah. And are judge you for yourself. Keep going with it. I will, gonna... I will get another one and save judgment for continuing it with that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was, it was enough to, to allow me to say, yeah, I can try Try again. Cool. Red line. This book, this is so good. Giant dick. There was a giant dick in this book. <laughs> this terror is And I did not up. expect it. I know. I was like reading it right next to her. I was like, oh my God, I had to turn the book this way so I couldn't ruin it. Because <laughs> you just turn the page and there's yeah, a, a giant the, dick on the ground. Yeah, when I was reading it, I was like, well, that's a giant dick. And then <laughs> and then I read the uh, word bubbles and it's like, well, that's a giant dick. Terrace <laughs> <laughs> blows right. himself up and it just leaves his shoes and his dick. <laughs> the shoes mostly for comparison. Yes, so that you knew it was a huge dick. Yeah. Or a weirdly small-footed man. I don't think you <laughs> need a comparison to know what a huge dick is. No, it, it looked like a forearm is what it looked like. <laughs> it looked like more than a baby's forearm, yeah. Wow. Like, like this guy's sex frog god would have been huge. Yeah, huge. <laughs> or covered in stretch marks. <laughs> so gross. Covered in stretch marks. So Does it make it any better when you <laughs> no, sing it? No, it's no better song. <laughs> no. Uh, the 
book is just like full throttle down. Fuck you. We're just crazy shit, and I love it. It's just it doesn't even let up, not even for a second. And no. they're, they're giving the guy shit because they're riding. They, they put the dick in a cooler. <laughs> what are they gonna reattach it? <laughs> no, it's just like well, it's it's evidence. It's evidence. It's DNA evidence against this guy. So they got his dick in a cooler. And- <laughs> And then they're like, you know, that guy was probably fucking your girlfriend, right? And he's like, oh, shit. And they're like, oh, my God, you're riding next to the dick that was inside your girlfriend. <laughs> and then they stop off at him. Okay, so I'm going to let it go, but just because you said it, because that was part of the storyline, because my next question was going to be, are they saving this dick for something else? Cause <laughs> Quite possibly. I'm sure so now, now maybe, like, it's not going to be a, a, a birthday present for his girlfriend now. It, no, it would not surprise me if later on somebody slaps somebody else with this dick. <laughs> I think they put it in a really giant bottle of formaldehyde and save it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say tequila. No. <laughs> Ooh, that's I don't want to eat that word. No, sir. Fortunately, they stop. You need off a vat of tequila, though, because it's a huge dick. It's a it's a giant dick. It's so fucking funny, <laughs> and it's just full of military shit and blowing shit up and crazy characters. And they stop off at a strip club, and the guy brings the dick into the cooler. He's like, "What if somebody stole it?" Yeah, somebody's gonna steal that cooler with a giant dick in it. And then they use it to punk some guy in the strip club later. And he's like, "He told me I had something else in the cooler, and I opened it up, and it was a giant to be dick." Fair, he told him it was a sausage. He did tell him it was a <laughs> <He> sausage. <did. laughs> so, no fucking clue what's going on, but this book is just like throttled down on crazy shit, and I love it. Brian, are you gonna go back and read this one? I will probably <laughs> have to go so, back and get this. It's yeah. so good. It's so fucking funny. It's just nuts. So yeah, I can't book wait. Is killing me. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I'm really intrigued by the whole larynx necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Ordeal. I mean, I don't even give a shit. Like, I just want to keep following these guys around and to see their crazy shit. I don't even care about the plot. Like, oh, plot. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bomb or something. Right. Gotcha. Don't (laughs) care. There's a bomb in, like, every issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you're listening... Screw the plot. Just keep going around. No, doing no, 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 no. Some of us like the plot. Yeah. You got enough books with plot. Give some, me this one. Some of us aren't. <laughs> look, Mike, some of us are not just in this book for its big dick. <laughs> well. Some of us. I was, so, I was iffy us. on this book, and then the giant dong sold me. So. <laughs> the giant dong. So now you know Mike will always hang around for a giant dong. <laughs> he likes big dongs, and he cannot lie. I like big dongs. And he cannot lie. And I cannot lie. I mean, he can't. And, he and you can, wonder, and and you wonder why Watchmen is one of his favorite books of all time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so did you guys Wrinkled hear? blue penis all the time. <laughs> Speaking of Watchmen. Fucking flaccid blue penis flaccid. every page. That Stop it. there may be a new Watchmen movie. Animated no, and R-rated. Really? Yes. Done by who? I assume probably the same stu- the same animated studio inside of DC that does all their animated movies. Would well, be my guess. That would be fantastic as long as it's not that... Uh, Saturday morning cartoon version of the Watchmen where they did the <laughs> oh that would be the they're, best they're the Watchmen <laughs> that would be the literal best actually I, the Watchmen more than meets the eye <laughs> no, no it be, had a theme song it did it really oh you haven't seen this thing oh fuck we have to show it to you like somebody actually oh, did yeah. a Saturday morning cartoon no. <laughs> intro and it was we're Rorschach. the Watchmen we're the Watchmen it was like Rorschach with his dog <laughs> Rorschach with his dog. No, it wasn't like that, but no. it, was, it was something like that. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, it's hilarious. We should post that on the Panology page. So. Okay. Well, That's you know, one awesome. of you yeah. should do that. Whoever's a social media person. <laughs> okay. 
I should probably be blocked from posting. Yeah, I'm going to kick you out of the group. <laughs> that would be wise. Because <laughs> every five minutes, I'm just going to put this giant dong from Redline on it. <laughs> it's a dick pic. That was, you know what? The one time I've welcomed a dick pic. Thank you. <laughs> Rusty did not like that. Rusty was like, mm, no dick pics to buy mom. Ooh. Hey. Hey. Shut up, asshole. Come here. <laughs> What's next? Come here, cute boy. Is it still good? Is, next? is it still good? God, we're already there. Yeah, we're already there. <gasps> okay, really? Yeah, really. All our books are on, is it still good? No, then, we talked, we've already we've talked. talked about like 10 books. <laughs> you you just didn't read the other books. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I just listened to Brian talk for 45 now, minutes. That's all and, I heard. And now we know why Mike's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, seriously. Because he doesn't read anything. <laughs> I read plenty. I just don't like everything. <laughs> I mean, you mean any, any well? I've been reading any, Fable. Unless apparently, unless it has giant dicks in it. Fable? <laughs> saga. <laughs> I was like, what? I've been reading Saga. Been Fable. reading Story. <laughs> it's so good, he doesn't even know what it's called. <laughs> it's called Saga. Yeah, I I keep texting Alex. I'm like, no, you just ordered three volumes of Saga. <laughs> yeah, but and she just ordered seven, <laughs> and I finished it within the hour of then, getting yeah. it. But then she was like, you, "You probably just want to wait for eight to come out." Then, yeah, I was like, "Oh fuck, I thought this was done. That was the only reason I started this show." Nope, still ongoing. Fuck, 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 oh. fuck. And the end of seven is murderous. I told you. Oh my god. Well, I'm not reading. It, it will then. rip open your insides. I'm oh, done. that does not sound pleasant. Much like the no. giant dog from Redline. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Probably. And there we go. I had a dong. <laughs> it really hurt. I oh, dreamed a dong in times gone by. <laughs> Hawkman listened. Oh, come and it was dog. used and he was wasted. <laughs> Dear Lord. One more dong. <laughs> Shiera said he cannot fly. <laughs> Why do you have two sets of balls? Was that blood I tasted? <laughs> oh, God. And moving on. Is, no. it, is it still Let's good? Keep going. That wasn't. That was not good. Okay, fine. I'm going, to put, I'm going to post a picture of this giant dong, and but the catchphrase is down in Africa. And that's it. <laughs> No, no posting dogs on our social media. Dong, also, ding dong. there are some I, there are some racist overtones to posting a giant dong and a comment about Africa. But it's a giant white dong. It's, yeah, it's a giant white dong. Uh, it's a it's a quote on apartheid. Uh, At M A Haynes. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> Big pause. <sighs> I tried to save it. It's about no giant white dicks ripped apart Africa. So, still good. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> no. That is fair. Okay. You Just, saved you it. You did. You yeah. tied it back yeah. around beautifully. It. Okay, you can make fun of the Boar Wars. That's Thank fine. Thank you. <laughs> Once in Future Queen, number two, Brian. Still uh, good. Still good. Yeah, we uh, get a lot more about these characters, learn a lot more about them. It's, cool. uh, yeah. Detective Detective Comics, uh, 954, still good. You get some quality Batman race time. That's right. Uh, interestingly, this is set after All-Star Batman number 9, which comes out next week. Uh-huh. Right. But I, it doesn't spoil anything for no, that. Batman just references, you should have learned your lesson in DC. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
I love the way this issue ends. Who could possibly take out the League of Shadows on their own? Cut to splash page. Who could possibly take down? Orphan. A giant light bulb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't hide in the shadows if there's no shadows, assholes. <laughs> the League of Exposure. Yes. <laughs> giant dongs. Giant dongs. Wow. The dongering. So wait, wait, Flash is in this? <laughs> Flash! Ah. Uh, You'll dong every are one you, of us. Are you assuming? Are you assuming the Baryon has a giant dong? I, I, I'm not. I'm, well, it stretches through time. <laughs> That's fair. Because he's fucking up everything. That's fair. That's right. You fuck time long enough, and you get a huge dog. <laughs> but you fuck time once. <laughs> but you fuck one clock. <laughs> clock fucker. Clockfucker. So, clock and this sets up the strangest arc of the Flash in which he combats the Clock King. <laughs> or does he? I'm going to face fuck you, Clock King. That's awful. So the Clock King seduces him to the dark side. Justice <laughs> <laughs> League of America number four is so good. No, no, I had a secondhand joke. <laughs> Something, something, reach around. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's funny, Clock King. You didn't ask where my second hand was. <laughs> hey, Mike. Yeah. New Superman number 10. Still good? It is still good. It's got a Luthor being a complete fucking dick in yeah, this yes. one. A, uh, a huge dick? Yeah, but like a... a giant dick. But like a slapstick. <laughs> slapstick dick. Slapping with a giant dick. I was slapped with a slap dick. <laughs> Look, I know somebody who was slapped with a giant dick at a strip club. It's the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Wait, were you there? And do you mean the actual no, no. sound? No, no. No, no. <laughs> the person telling me. Because oh, okay. of who the person was that told me. Is it, it's is so it as, funny. Is it as if you accidentally spilled your brat onto a watermelon? <laughs> Was that the sound it would make? I would assume. <laughs> what is the sound and, of one and, dick clapping? <laughs> and the only reason that I know is because she had a bruise on her cheek. And, so I had to ask. The sound of one dick clapping is penicillin, Alex. That's actually a good point. Yes, that's fair. Uh, I will point out, so New Superman, this is a... I, Thank you, DC, for raising the prices this month on. That was two ninety nine. What? But we got nope. digital copies now. No, they're the monthlies now. The, the every other oh, week okay. ones, the twice a month ones, are still two ninety nine. And that's why I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> but the once a month, the, the once a month Red Hood, oh. New Superman, those three ninety nine are yeah, three ninety nine. But you get a digital copy now, oh. which makes me happy. It doesn't make me happy. Now I have two digital copies. Well, I'm about to be sitting in the th- sit, we're, we're, I'm about to be sitting in the theater more, so digital copies of oh. things are going to be helpful to me. Yep. The um the, the, the funny coincidence in this is that the Chinese uh, gods of the underworld yes. appear in another book that I'm reading at the same time, which is the Hellboy book. Like, how is that? I've never heard of these guys, and then they both appear in the same week in the same, in different books. Wildly different books. Yeah. And this is, I mentioned, uh, there's been lots of talk in just hints in various different DC things about something is coming, you know, this this Could be. influence from outside <laughs> that is super, super powerful. Who knows? And it's referenced again in this one. Superman tells uh, New Superman, yeah. I'm going to need you to be ready. 
They did something's this, coming. They did the stupid ass comic book thing in this one yeah. though, where the dude was like, "Let's have a let's have a quiet moment between us yeah. while while people are in danger." Right. Yeah, I know. Like unless you're like speed talking and, and you're Superman, so maybe <laughs> unless you're the Gilmore Girls, you got it. And then that it goes. That is their superpower. Yeah. Anyway, we need the micro machines guy right now to remember the speed talking <laughs> yes. micro machines yes. commercial. Yes. Guys. You oh should, my god! I, I I have that comparison made when we do speed throughs and rehearsal. Oh, if yeah. I'm really? gonna read in for someone, it's ridiculous. Uh, was fucking... it convention that yeah. I had to be told to slow down at a speed through? Yeah. Slow down at a speed through? Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't understand him. So you're missing your cues? Yeah. Oh. When he stops talking, say your line. <laughs> some of it is set over. Oh. Yeah, there was some. I got gotcha. you. Repetition. Um, Brian. Uh-huh. Red Hood and the Outlaws, number nine, number nine, number, <sighs> number nine. nine. Number nine. Red Hood and the Outlaws, still good. Uh, this starts the arc where we learned the history of Artemis. And uh, cleverly enough, it takes them back to Karak. And guess who is, it, it, he's only on one panel, but guess who's there as a introduction of where they're at? Any, any, it's a reporter. Black Adam. Is it uh, a reporter? I'll, yep. It's Jack Reaper. It's Jack Ryder. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jack he, Ryder. He is, he is not the Creeper, but he is, uh, he's probably and, the Creeper. I mean, those he of is, you who though, don't, uh, yeah, no, I know, but I mean, he's in this. He's not in Creeper. You do form. not see Creeper Jack in this, correct. Um, but yeah, but you know, so this is Jason Todd back in Karak, which he's got a bit of a problem with <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes. Mm. Um. Yeah. Cool. Really good. Really good. How about Titans? That's a beautiful cover. I don't read this book, but that cover was gorgeous, man. The variant where he's smashing good. apart yes. the yeah, where he's yeah. just tearing through the logo. That was fucking great. Yeah. Whoever did that is fantastic. Who did the cover of that variant? Um, do, 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 I don't know. Do, 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 do. It was <laughs> Nick Bradshaw and Alex Sinclair. Well done, sirs. Indeed. Cool. What the fuck was it? Oh, it was Noah. We were talking. He's like, I don't like Alex Ross's art. <laughs> like, how do you know? How how do you how do you know? I was like, you need to be beaten, sir. Also, how does he with know? with a giant dong? He doesn't read comics. He had talked about just having read. He had read uh, Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. Oh, yeah. he's like, okay, I don't like right. that art. It's all the painted uh, stuff. It's like the best. It's like the best. He's <laughs> so. Ah, uh, okay. Anyway. Yep. What are we talking about? So is Titans, Titans still good? Titans is good. Whose yeah. is this? This is, uh, I don't know, but it's Fierce uh, and Vibe. I actually have it down for him, but you get oh. it because he has more. Cool. Yeah, Titans is good. I really like this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's their big fight with... Scintillating. It's... Shut up. It's their big fight with... Uh... The Fast Five. Fury. Sure. Fierce and Fi- Fi- Furious, Fearsome, Fast Five. Um... Furious, Fearsome, Fast <laughs> And... Shit is going bad. Like, yeah. shit's going real bad yes. until they get straight up saved. Yes. And then shit still goes bad for Bumblebee. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't it end. It doesn't yeah. end well. But she kicks some ass. She, she does. does. Good God. She beats the fuck out of some people. Yeah, she does. It's good. Yeah. Now, but you had questions. I did. And my question is... Are they going to bring Mal and Bumblebee into this book as regular members of Titans? I suspect they pretty well have to. Okay. This is based on a couple of things. One is uh, that 
big spread of the interconnecting covers for the Lazarus the Lazarus contract contract yes. issues which she, is set up right at the end with the person we have yeah. on the final panel yes mm-hmm. she is on one of those covers okay so that tells me she's probably going to be around also um and spoilers uh DC has started teasing their July solicitations which will come out on Monday but they released a couple early one of which is that Deathstroke <coughs> gets his own team of titans they're all dead. Oh, I can see maybe where this is going. Um, I know that... I forget who all's on that cover. I know Wally's one of the ones on that cover. But it's possible that with another team of Titans... Co- or, uh, Power Girl. is well, Not that Power <gasps> no. Girl. Which, that's why the she's Power in Girl Deathstroke. Who's in Deathstroke. Right. Yeah. Stephanie, or whatever her name is. I, Crap. I don't can't know remember. her yeah. name. I should. Pom-pom. Pom-pom. Power Girl. Pom-pom hair. Not the best Power Girl. Um, I'm pretty sure that Power Girl's in the Earth 2 book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at any rate, he's getting his own team, so there'll have to be more Titans in play, apparently. Okay. Um, they've got these cool black and white costumes. They're like Titans X-Force costumes. Are they like Icon, huh. cost- icon costumes? Yeah, actually. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Wonder Woman, Brian, number twenty, still good. Uh, it is. We get a uh, we get an introduction to an old familiar villain in this who shows up, uh, a certain witch. Yeah, hmm. I wonder. Probably guess who that is. I wonder yeah. which wonder witch it is. In in a Wonder Woman book, you can yeah. certainly guess who that probably is. But uh, yeah, this is it's it's doing a really good job of <coughs> uh, of creating complex characters. Yeah. Who are not exactly what they seem, or having to do things for you know real motivational reasons, and, and we know now that this arc really is coming to a conclusion. Yes, as uh, 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 Greg Rucka is leaving the book after twenty five, after number twenty five, correct, um, which is his decision, so that he can catch up on creator own stuff, which he's had to let languish to double ship a ongoing producing, and we'll have to see what happens after that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll certainly, knowing that, I'll definitely be on this through 25 yeah. to uh, have his whole run. But um, we'll see what happens after that. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Yes. Green Valley. Oh, Yum. Green Valley is just the best book. And you guys need to pick this up in trade because now yep. it's too late. But uh, every issue is filled with, although this one not so much. This one is seven of nine? Yeah. 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 And this, it, this, this one, one didn't have a big twist, oh, but it well, was... Yeah, it does. What? At the end, I don't think... Oh. What he decides to do... I don't think that's a big twist. I don't think that's a big twist. I think that's a pretty logical assumption. Yeah, logical. Assumption. Oh, to, no, okay. but you are right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because to, certainly I didn't to see the that characters coming. in the book. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. Really? Like, it makes sense when, after it was revealed, but right. I tend to not try to think what the book me or what's coming up next so I can enjoy it when it happens. Yeah. I tend to do that about a lot of things. Yeah. Kind of like why Alex doesn't watch teaser trailers. I want to enjoy the thing when it, when it yeah. as it happens instead yeah. of, oh my god, what's I bet I can, you know, millennial first or... I also still haven't watched the Dark World, or not, yeah, no, 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 not, not Dark World. What's the next Thor movie? Uh, Ragnarok? Ragnarok. I still haven't watched the Ragnarok trailer. Uh, it's so funny. I'm sure it is. They yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy the shit out of that yeah. one. <laughs> By all accounts, it's exactly what I want a Thor movie to be. So I'm not watching the trailer. It is uh, Green Valley, though, is is so good. And you can tell, like, the back... The first one we read, and the guy said, you think you know what's going on? You don't. And he, he was, was right. He was, he was fucking right. This is right. so good. And 
you know, I hope this guy keeps going on to write other things that are like this because it's yeah, really, and really this, fantastic. This mm-hmm. issue in particular felt in a lot of ways mm-hmm. a callback to kind of the first one or the first couple yeah, with the character moments that they had with them, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. But then you see it completely differently now than you did then. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's real good. Cool. Amazing Spider-Man. Still good? Jim? Still very good. Um, you get... Silver uh, Sable. A, yeah, you get some Silver Sable. Um, a gala in Hong Kong gets interrupted by someone... I mean, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. No, the, the, I think the cover oh, says yeah. the Osborne whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's Ozzy and... Yeah. They show up Jack and... Jack Osborne. Osborne. Bruce Wayne's there and Ozzy Osborne bites his head off. It's kind of a strange <laughs> twist for a Spider-Man book. But somehow I can see it working. Um, yeah. You might say it's <clears throat> going off the rails on a crazy train. <laughs> but yeah, this was a good book. Good, good book. Good, good book. Good, good weapons testing book. Whip, whip. Weapons. Hey, Brian. Yes. Kingpin number three. Still good? Oh, my gosh. This is still good. Uh, I, I got to be honest. Probably <coughs> my absolute favorite thing about this particular one, just because it's so good, is the cover, though. Yeah, it's a <laughs> It cover. is. So it's it's Kingpin, it's Fisk, and Murdoch shaking hands, like being congenial to each other. But their shadows is Kingpin strangling him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, yes, it's that. Very nice. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, inside, it's uh, it's still really good. We've got that still that complex people th- people who are doing things because they know they're a good person, they're the right thing, and that kind. Of, but they're kind of overstepping their bounds and therefore yeah. making their what they're doing suspect. Right. Well, it's the whole perception is reality. Thing. Yeah, it really is. And the whole the whole book hinges on that. Uh, I also really liked in this issue, um, because the same writer is writing Rocket Raccoon right now, there is a Rocket Raccoon <laughs> shout-out. Super, super subtle. Yeah. yeah. The TV's got the news playing in the background, yeah. and it talks about a giant raccoon being sighted in Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love, she ends, up, uh, she ends up kind of in trouble with the tombstone, and I love that she gets herself out of it. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. And how she does it. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Old Man Logan, 21. Still good. This is the first of four of the last, well, the first of the last four or five issues. The final arc of Lemire's run on it. Um, which she's lo- sees Logan bouncing through different points in his history and having to respond to them. Because some of these are things he just doesn't remember. He, like, <laughs> this issue has him in the War of 1812 as a Canadian spy. Oh, um, uh, you get that, and you get some Weapon X. Um, so it's fun. Uh, I like the art in this issue a lot. It's not Andrea Sorrentino and Marcelo Maiolo, but uh, it's it's nice. So uh, that's that. Uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. This is the last issue. It is actually a really good finale to this book. Um, it feels more like the earlier. No. Well, issues than the latter. Um, it heavily features Senor Magico. Uh, so it's it's a lot of fun. I still want a Senor Magico ongoing. And Silver Surfer is one of my favorite favorite issues of Silver Surfer. Period. Um, so it's still good. Hey Jen. Hey. Gwynpool. Gwynpool, so good. 
It's so funny. We see um, Cecil trying to become corporeal. Yes. And some... He wants to get hard again. He, he does. <laughs> um, Hashtag hard for vision. <laughs> Tom King like that. how he's way. incorporeal now, that kind of actually fits. Yeah. Oh, right on. <laughs> um, right on. And we have a couple of guest stars. In yeah, yeah. I mean, they're on the cover. Oh, yeah. the, oh, Kate Bishop is fucking hilarious. I love Kate Bishop. She's the real so Hawkeye. The real, yeah, Hawkeye. the real Hawkeye. I, I love how Gwenpool knows exactly how to manipulate them. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. great. She tries to do the same with Ghost Rider. Yes, you get the editor box. It worked at issue number two. Yeah, <laughs> um, indeed. I love. <laughs> so, I, I, the other thing that I was was when they were trying to follow Ghost Rider. Right? Yeah. They take off, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, that's great, that's great." And they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna follow." And so. They they come up around. Can we catch him? Can we catch him? And they come up, and it's just the the trail, you know, the flame trails of his car going off today. She's like, "There's no way we're going to catch him, is there?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm I, not I, even I, I wasn't even trying. <laughs> I'm just trying to outrun the cops." Yep. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, Unstoppable Wasp number four. In any week in which Unstoppable Wasp is out, Unstoppable Wasp is my favorite book of that week. I, is, I, I can't argue with you. Yeah. Um. This is the first issue in which you really see Nadia fight. Because she's yes. always all about talking people down. And she tries this here. And she's, she tries it. She she tries to befriend and talk <coughs> to this wrestling-themed villain. And she almost succeeds until Jarvis accosts her partner and gets thrown into the building. Yeah. But she just about talks it down. She tries everything she can. She lays both of the two bad guys down I in mean, no time. Yes. And does so with, it looks like, minimal damage to the store. And she still walks, and, and succeeds in recruiting the character she wants, and she still walks out kicking herself that it came to violence anyway. Yeah. Like, it is adorable and kind of wonderful. Like, here's my question. How the fuck, given this attitude and how she, how is she not in the Champions? She's so, I mean, give it time. Give it right, because, I mean, come on. Like, I... I would love to see that. I want a book that's just like her and Kate Bishop and Viv Vision and Kamala Khan and let Spider Gwen jump over from time to time. And also have Gwenpool. Yeah. <laughs> Although I see Gwenpool getting on Nadia's nerves real quick. Or not. Or, or not. Maybe not. Or maybe like, they'd be could... besties. That would be adorable. It would be like Wolverine. Or it would be like Captain America and Deadpool being so close. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Gwen wouldn't know anything about no. Nadia. Yeah. Oh, right. Because it was after. It was after she got and pulled into comics. And that's how they could be besties. Yes. Um, I, just, I, need, I, need more, I need more Wasp. I am excited that Jeremy Whitley is going to be co-writing a couple of issues of Avengers that are Wasp-heavy. He or Mark Wade, one of those who tweeted out some panels. And like it sounds like Wasp does in this book. And I love that she continuously calls him Matt Modoc. Yes. <laughs> she reaches her hand out to shake his. Yeah. There's just like three panels of him sitting there. Are you holding your hand out to shake mine? Yes. Yeah. You know I'm blind, right? <laughs> oh. Um, you also, my favorite panel in this book, there is... <coughs> At one point, she's getting ready to go meet Matt, mm -hmm. oh. and she trips on the floor, and there's this panel of just her 
on the ground at uh, 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 the at, butler. Uh, yeah, Jarvis. At Jarvis's yeah. feet. Yeah. And, like, it is the most goofy, happy, excited look on her face, even though she's just face-planted. And she does a musical episode thing. And she goes, or Janet's gonna hurt you. Yep. <laughs> she sings it. Um, I love this book so much. Hey, Jen. Mm-hmm. Charmed, number two. Charmed, number two is still good. Oh, it's yeah. another in-between um, episodes book <clears throat> about... Uh, are you two passing notes in class? Full, they are. Yep. Full Throttle Remastered comes out oh, in three days. Was a, I loved that game. I loved nice. Such a good game. Charm, was, Charm's still good. Charm's good, still good. good. You, you, were, you were trying to say something about Charm. Did you it, like it? Yeah, it, it's just it's them fighting another demon. Cool. The way that they do. With terrible poetry. The way they do. Now, is it in the museum episode that you thought it was? No, it's not. Okay. Because one of the characters couldn't have been in that episode. Yeah. You said that. That's right. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Yes. Hellboy and the BPRD, 1959 Ghost Moon number two. Kind of a letdown. I'm going to be oh, honest. Wah. It just kind of was like, huh, what's, what's that? It, it wasn't It wasn't very interesting. Sorry. I still love Hellboy. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to yeah. keep reading it, but this yeah. one was just kind of a... It happens. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a segue issue or yeah. something and blah, blah, blah. They all, they all rode around on, on little power. Yes. Yeah. No wonder it was I can no see good. why you didn't like that. I can see why yeah. you didn't like it. But in 1954, <laughs> so they had like flames on the side. and They looked badass is what you're saying? They stopped off at the malt shop. It's you're cool. selling me on this book. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, how about Micronauts, number 11? Micronauts, despite Colin Bunn writing it, is uh, really good. So yeah. I love this book. Like I expect, I've dropped off all the other silly books that I was getting rom and stuff like that for nostalgia reasons. Um, this one keeps me coming back, and it's still really funny and intriguing. So I'm impressed. Nice. Cool. And last one, Brian. Mm-hmm. Nancy Drew Hardy Boys Numero Dos. Ah, still really good. I I love what they're doing with these characters. How they yeah. modernized them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, oh nope there's one more oh what is it Rat Queens oh every shit. week Whoops. every week I even I have it on the list I was gonna say cause you called that one out so. I even have it on my list <laughs> yeah uh, Rat Queens is really good we He's uh, testing you every week the, the, yeah really good the only thing I'll add really that's different in, is we get to see some of the changes that have happened especially to some of the people in the in the town and uh yeah cool Keep going really good. All right. Really good. Hey, Mike. Hey, Alex. Did you almost hey Jude me? No, I was always going to say about... Alex, but hey, hey Alex. Alex. It doesn't work, though. It sounds like a, like a lawn service kind of ad or something. <laughs> hey, Alex. My grass is really tall. Come and cut it. Hey, hey, Alex. <laughs> there it is. Yes. A Distant Soil, number seven. My last long box book report. Go ahead. The long box. I shouldn't have to sing it myself. Really. The long, it's a long box, box book, book report. report. It's a long box book report. Fuck you. <laughs> I might be crying a little bit right now inside. Is that because you're going to miss it or because it the was book was terrible. so bad? Well, <laughs> or because we sang. <laughs> a Distant Soil is the best that 1985's Harlequin romance space saga could be. 
No, there could be more dicks. Nope, not 1985. Not 85. There is I'm just a, saying. I've the, read Harlequin romance novels. So there is, could be more dicks. This is a... It's a bad issue to judge the series by because this is the all-talky planning out what they're going to do in the next issue. So that was not very good for me. But the art... Who put this in the box? I I'm probably put it in the box. I'm pretty sure it's mine. Um, the the opening, though, is a note from the publisher, which is uh, getting on to everybody about judging Madonna for posing nude. <laughs> hmm. And uh, references Reagan and Nancy Reagan, so it was quite clever to read that. Uh, no, the art is the art is good, except it's just so '80s, and everybody has '80s hair, and and everything is flowing, and and for some reason the female costumes they think their hips end at the top of their boobs, so that's bizarre. You mean that's not where my hips end? <laughs> it's bizarre, right? But no, the art's really good, and there's some sex scenes in it, and but it's just all blah, 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 Harlequin romance, plotty, plotty stuff. Fortunately, the backup story in this is called Pond Pandacon, Pandacon Part 2. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 2, The Party Animals, and uh, and it's awful. It's just really, <laughs> really bad. And it's oh, awful. God. It's just awful. And... Uh, I'm not sure if it's racist or not, but it appears to be a little racist. Um, <laughs> oh my! Yeah, yeah. But um, and the, somehow we didn't break out into Avenue Q. I know. <laughs> you know, because I've never seen that. <gasps> oh, I know. Everybody, everybody. Everyone's a little bit racist. Alex hasn't seen Casablanca. <laughs> That's not true. Oh. I was going to say yes, he has. Is it one of those? They, they, the pandas are attacked by a huge bat in one panel, and I thought that was interesting. That is a gigantic bat. Yeah, yeah. Damien's buddy. Oh, so, uh, Goliath. So, Colleen Duran wrote it, and I should probably give her more leeway, and I, I'm just going to chalk this up to being a terrible uh, jumping on point for this story, because Neil what, Gaiman loves which her. Which number was that? Number seven. seven. Number seven. Oh, okay. From Warp Comics, 1985. Warp Comics. Well, nice. Square in the Reagan era. Three years before you were born. Indeed. When were you born, Alex? 87. 87. So two years before Alex was born. Yeah. Nice. <sighs> Would you like to roll sophomore. them bones? Sophomore in high school. Yeah, yeah, you have to give me the die, though. You have it, I think, Alex. Do I? Yeah, no. Well, no. should have. Have it's, a D4-shaped hole. Wait, it's my last episode. Computer. Echo. Choose a number between one and four. <laughs> Looks like you're back on for one more. God as soon as, damn it. as soon as it started talking, I held up two fingers. I was like, it's going to call two. Oh, Let I just thought you were doing the shocker wrong. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> Echo, choose a random number between one and four. And make it one. Random number between one and four is one. Yeah! <laughs> I screw over Alex in the last one. That's great. Hello. So while Ooh. while Alex is going to the pick his book out, I will just say this is the wrong way to do that. No, it's fine. Okay, what other way is going to go? Yeah, it's fine. Um, I can't believe that I'm not going to be here next week when the fucking button issues come yeah. out to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that Watchmen. was shitty planning you know, on your part, sir. That was terrible planning on my part. That was terrible, terrible planning on my part. Um, but uh, I might 
You might pop in. I'm going to have to pop in for like five minutes to discuss that. If they're good. If they're not good, and I, I'm just going to leave the house. It okay. won't matter. I won't even be here. So, so Alex got more Superman. Did I? I don't know. I haven't looked I, at the I don't cover. Know. Did he really? No, I don't oh. know. All <laughs> but I know how perfect The back page uh, offers that I could win a wagon load of wonderful not. prizes or lots of cash if I... Sell shit. That's, sell a, 70, shit. that's a 70s ad right there. <gasps> what is it? What is it, Alex? Tell us now. This is Nick Fury and his Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, oh it's right up your alley. It's right up your Alex alley. Is it? Nick Fury and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? You were just telling us how much you love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, 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 I like the current season of the TV show a lot. I think it's very good. Well, give this 67 issues before you judge it. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was, that was fair. That was fair. It's oh funny. God, there I don't so know if it's fair words. or it's funny. That was, that was pretty fair. There are so many words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That is a lot of words. Welcome to when you had to read comic books. <laughs> Scripted by Roy Thomas. Well, at least it's plotted and drawn by Jim Steranko. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Stan Lee edited it. What's the Did year? It? What's the year on that one? Uh, it's Nick Fury and HSU number five. Twelve. The year is twelve. Nineteen seventy three. Seventy three. See, told you it was a seventies ad. Holy shit! God, I was nice. four when that book came out. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. In this smash issue, Hydra brings a sinister death trap. But it says that Bob from Hydra on the on the cover. Yelling, kill Nick Fury. Yeah. Bob from go with Hydra. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There's a Hydra agent named Bob. He's buddies with Deadpool. Yeah. Which I bet during the Holy Deadpool shit, Secret Bob? Empire crossover, we get some good, oh, good Bob action. Oh, we better. Oh, that'd be great. Um, all right. All right. Well, oh. I'd, I'd say we'll miss you, except I, I, except I know you'll be back. <laughs> I, I'm only going to pop in for like five minutes every time Watchmen is mentioned. I won't miss you. I know you won't miss I'll me. I'll see you every day. But in all seriousness, which is... Rare for this rare show. Rare for this show. Yeah. If it wasn't for this podcast, in a year of my life, let, let's get, it's been a year of our lives yeah, yeah. doing yeah. this thing. Um, it introduced me to, and I'll thank Alex for most of these, Tom King, Ed Brubaker. Uh, I had almost given up on comics at one point in my life where I was like, nobody is writing anything worth a flip. And then this podcast started. And I'm not crying. I just was trying yeah. to call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Rusty, sick balls. No, that sounded like Bobcat. That sounded more like Bobcat Goldweight than it did crying. So I don't think that's, I don't really think that's really good. Memories in the no. moon. In the moon. No. Why? The one that I know. No. That's okay. I don't Tom know any more words. Tom King and Scott Snyder. It's fine. Write me some real good, good books. <laughs> So, but anyway, so I'm really glad to have done this, well, as long as I did. So, cool. renewed faith in comics, which is what I've hoped we've kind of done for the four or five people that are still with us at this yeah. point. Indeed. So, thank you guys. Yeah. Now get the Aww. fuck out of my house. I refuse. <laughs> nope. Not happening. If for no other reason than because we have to close out the show. Oh, right. Right. That's Our that. theme music is the Spontaneous Elk Reunion by the Fish Who Saved the Planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com. Uh, you can also check out our Twitter handles on there, which feel free to keep... That one, one sending, of them will stay on that one. <laughs> feel free to keep sending complaints to Mike as we go forward. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm cool with that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, problem. Um, no problem. I'll respond. No worries, guys. I'll take care of it for you. And we mentioned our own Twitter handles. There is a Panelology Twitter account. Yeah, there is. At Panelology. Yep. 
You can like us on Facebook, rate us and review us on iTunes. You didn't mention the, the Clearing Your Backlog. I was getting there. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You can also, while on our website, check out Clearing the Backlog or go straight there via notcomicsology.com. And this week, we had The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which, by the way, is the book with the box of porn in the woods that I oh, mentioned. Ah, right on. Right on. Nice. Right on. A young Harvey Kinkle discovers a... <laughs> Kegel? Kinkle. Oh. But the Kinkle Tinkles? <laughs> um, Monstrous, which I think I mentioned last week being wonderful. The yes. First Civil War. The Manhattan Project's fifth volume. The second volume of Green Arrow, which I, I messaged Brian while I was reading mm-hmm. to thank him for getting me to give this book a chance because it's real, real good. The it got second so volume much better, didn't it? It's so good. Huh. I'm always a sucker for secret agent hijinks on a train. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Captain America, Sam Wilson's second volume. Gotham Academy. And that's it for the past week. More yeah. stuff will be up soon. Mm-hmm. And Very before nice. we say our outs, I just want to thank everybody who stuck with us for a year and Holy supported shit. us. I know. That's crazy. A whole year. Right? year. A whole year. Thanks, everyone that's listened. Yes. And, and tell your friends. Giant dog. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. And no, no, we're, we're, we're not up. signing off yet. Oh, we're not signing <laughs> off. Anything you should take from this podcast, it is. Giant dog. Giant dog. Dong. Ding dong. Ding I'm Alex. Dong. I'm Jenna. Gone. I'm Brian. And I was Mike. Most of us will be back next week. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs>